Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unjenable, and we are your host. I'm Betty, and I'm Annie. So today is actually our last episode of the season one, and we have yeah, I, and we have invited our friend Chuqi here to our last episode. Okay, Chuqi, how about you introduce yourself? Okay, hi everyone. My name is Chuqi, and、uh, I'm currently taking third year professional communication at Ryerson University, and、uh, I'm re- very very glad to be here. <laughs> okay. Okay. We are, are glad a, to have you. It's, a,、uh, it's my privilege to be here. We can hear your happiness. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is our last episode. So we're just gonna chat very casually about our lives and see where the topics will go towards to.、Mm-hmm. So、mm-hmm. how about we start from you, Chuqi, and、mm. anything you want to share about your life recently? Well, um, my recent life is. A little bit busy, I guess. Yeah, you know, I just like every、uh, university students trying to finish all kinds of assignments, and、um, that's、yeah. the norm. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. And sometimes、uh, that didn't、uh, go well. And、um, yeah, and we're coming to our <laughs> final weeks. Yeah, yeah, final yeah. And、um, me myself, as a member of、uh, Ryerson Chinese Student Scholar Association, <laughs>、yeah. uh, we just did a. Chinese students' version of Queer Eye. <laughs> I and, also、uh, participated in that. It's really fun, and I I finally used the stabilizer. Uh, it's actually a kind of interesting thing because uh, our friends who who bought those uh Dajiang and、uh, a lot of、uh, professional equipments actually his major is uh economic. E- economic. <laughs> yes. Yes.、Uh, Welcome to RTA, bro. Yes. And his、yeah. name is uh、Tom. yeah very old fashioned Tom. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're just gonna thank him a lot for bringing those equipment. equipment. Yeah, and also, uh, recently, uh, I've been watching some Korean, Korean dramas. dramas. Yes, <laughs> I heard of. Yeah, and、uh, I'm watching. I, I think I just have watched the、uh, Signal, and、uh, basically, I finished it, and uh, uh, I think it's a really great drama. Chuchi is crazy.、Yeah. He's recommending everyone、yes. around him. I know this Korean drama. Yes, if、uh, you haven't seen Signal, go watch it. Oh, <laughs> otherwise you will regret. Yeah, and the lead female character is actually in a recent Korean drama I, I just watched. It's called Juvenile Justice, and me and Chuchi just、uh, talked about this television show in another podcast. I have to recommend Signal to everyone who are listening. So, um, Signal basically talks about a Korean officer who lives in twenty fifteen and accidentally gets a、uh, interphone. And、uh, through this interphone, he can talk back to a another police officer、uh, who lives in two、uh, thousand and even before. So basically,、uh, through this whole drama, he kept talking to this the police officer who lived in the past from nineteen eighty nine to. Uh, two thousand.、Uh, so yeah, and what they what they've been trying to do is actually you know to trying to figure out all kinds of cases that uh didn't been solved for very very long time. Finding some like really really old serial killers and things like that. They're also trying to figure out why you know the 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 officer who lived in the past didn't appear in the future. So basically,、oh. it means he's dead, basically dead or disappeared. But where is he and what happened? And、uh, it also、uh, gives some insight of uh, Korean uh, government's corruption and、uh, you know things like that. Yeah, it's actually quite interesting. And they actually sounds、uh, good. Yes,、yeah. did some、uh, change、uh, in the past, and it's it, these changes actually influence、uh, the future. And、wow. the future got changed. So basically, it, it won't be 
like some like multiverse thing. It's basically just one universe, and if you change in the past, it won't create a not not a universe. It's just a just one same same universe, same timeline, but things change. Like characters change, you know, the files change. Everybody's memories change. Yeah, it's anyway. It's it's very interesting. It sounds sounds very, good. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna definitely gonna watch that. I haven't and... watched um a lot of like K dramas recently, but mm. after listening to all these introductions, I may take some time to watch it. Yeah, I'm also re- also yeah, and also some, um some so basically all the cases that have been been showed in this drama are are, are written from actual cases. So adapted from yes, like, adapted real cases. from real cases. I think like the Korean, they are really good at making those uh, television that related to social issues mm-hmm. like the recent drama I watched Juvenile Justice is also talking about the uh, teenagers who commit the crime and also uh, last year I watched another one called DP Dogs of Ace and it's talking about military deserter how this deserter they are bullied in the military and then decided to leave leave this community mm-hmm. and it's very heartbreaking actually and very deserve to watch. Like my impressions about K dramas, romantic. Yeah, <laughs> keeps remaining in the time where like all the romantic shows are yeah, being me very too. popular. But before that, I I think the same. I thought the same. But after watching these kind of like, yeah, this theories. kind of like uh, talking about social issues, mm-hmm. yeah, you can basically feel, change your mind. Yeah, feel quite different from like the first impression. Mm. Yeah, yeah so some kind of uh, K drama actually very dramatic, and you do you don't feel it's real. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for for example, I recently I watched another one also also ha- casted by uh Jin Hui Xiu yeah. who who appeared in uh, Juvenile Justice and Signal, Signal. Mm-hmm. and uh, in Hyena and that that show is called Hyena. It's basically talking about um, lawyers who cleaned the mess that made by all those uh, Korean uh, rich people. So that drama is actually kind of unrealistic because you know the law firm the the yeah. decoration. And the way they're talking and how they solve the cases is basically you don't feel it's real. Mm-hmm. And uh, in my words, it left people. Yeah, it left yeah. the people who actually live in the real world live in a world that's not that prosperity. Yeah. And uh, so basically, so so uh, shows like Juvenile Justice and uh, Signal, they basically I think they really really attach to normal Korean. Uh, people's life and mm-hmm. uh yeah so i think that's why it attracted me yeah because like before people always said there is also there are also three characteristics of korean drama it's like cancer car accident <laughs> and then another one is love yeah, i don't know um, something related like to breaking that? up yeah, oh yeah, yeah breaking up <laughs> yeah you yeah, have to break up and then get back together oh and God. that is very yeah. distinct and they the... get back to be- together because of some some sort of cancer yeah like cancer or yeah. car accident, car accident. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah that's kind of like stereotypes towards yeah. k-drama but like recently these kind of series change a lot like the topics mm. and the themes mm. It's yeah. not like yes. the previous ones. So Annie, I know you recently just watched a film. So I just watched a film called um, Nice View. It's Chinese and it's actually something like miracle, but um, the English name has a double meaning um, because In Chinese uh... the character named Jing Hao, his company names Hao Jing, which directly translated into English is 
great feel. If you watch the movie, you get the point why the movie is translated as that. So it's basically talking about a kid who lost both of his parents during his mm. process of growing up, and he has a younger sister to raise. Yes, so.、Mm. He quit school to raise the money. Started a business to raise the money. Yes, and um, his younger sister has the heart disease,、uh-huh. so the surgery fee is actually extremely high for him, like himself, to cover. to cover. So he has to work really hard to do some like extremely hard jobs to get the money. And the point is, like, the movie is shooting in the city of Shenzhen, which is the city Betty and I was grew up in. <laughs> and so I, when I was watching the film, I feel very like familiar, familiar with, with I, like every、scenes. single scene. It's like my home. But the movie actually gave me a different feeling because I was born and raised in a family that doesn't have to worry that much about like finance. Yeah, financial、so、issues. You don't have any financial burden like all of us. We yeah, and、like、my family has the um has the ability to send me abroad to learn like in another country. That is actually my privilege. After watching the film, I feel like I've never noticed there are a group of people who has to work really hard to achieve some life that I already have. Yeah, as the time、mm. I was born in, I feel very. Complicated living in these kind of like environment because I was born with these privilege and I never noticed there are people, um, who cannot reach like the life as I am living today. Maybe、mm. my life is their dream, but I never noticed that. Yeah. I, speaking I, of speaking about the privilege, it make me think of the quarantine policy recently in China. It's like maybe we will uh extend this topic. Uh, later, like they are doing some very ridiculous thing for the citizens. We are kind of enjoy the privilege out of China. My family they have complained me about how inhumane the policy has caused some influence to them. So and I feel very sad about it. But and I can emphasize with them, but I didn't experience what they have actually uh gone been, through. Yeah, gone、right. through, been been through. So it's kind of sad, but we're gonna talk about it later. So for me, like recently, what I'm really uh happy about is like my favorite band. They have just released their new album. Their their name is called Fazi. It's F A Z I in in English, and you can search them on Spotify. They're a post punk band, and they have and I have been keep looping on this ten songs they just released. So they really show their two different sides to the listeners. That one is precise and sharp, and the other one is tender, mysterious, and very sincere to me, like as a listener. And I was really touched by their lyrics and their and the melody. I think I really lack of the word to how to express to express my my passion about their new album. Like it's just very beautiful. Uh, so I look at an article online. The description just. What I wanted to say: Their songs brim with abundant vitality, stirring anger in your calm. Their lyrics smolder, delivered like a frantic mantras by, by the singer, by the lead singer, piercing to your heart simply but forcefully. Yeah, and that's what I'm very happy about recently. And whenever I listen to their songs, I feel very uplifting. So yeah, I recommend to you all to listen to punk. 
post-punk music. And they are also the band that influenced me to talk, to listen to post-punk music. And I was really uh, obsessed with some uh, post-punk music that is produced during the Soviet era. Uh, and also, I found like the Russian today, they are really good at making them. And they also have a really distinguished and recognizable style of their own to produce this post-punk music. Uh, so their music is just like uh, a style that can be described as a very industrial... Post-industrial that, style. Yeah, post-industrial style that their tones, like imagine you're watching a movie and the tones are in a very cold way. And, and also you can imagine Chernobyl. Like Chernobyl, the Chernobyl disaster is a nuclear accident that uh, happened a few decades ago, and yeah, mm. you can search some pictures or that, and, and you can imagine like what their music is about. So I really want to recommend those post-punk music uh, that Russian produced, but I don't know any Russian. I cannot speak anything. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that is sense. yeah, recently what I'm passionate about. I know about. some Russian. Like some Spasiba. Please, uh, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Okay. <laughs> And, and, and I, I, I know Halasho. Halasho. Halasho means actually. I know nothing. I know nothing. I'm... And I just recently made a friend, and, and we are chatting online, and we are keep constantly sharing music to each other. That's right. Yeah, and I found like our taste is kind of similar, and I have been introduced to many talented musicians. We all have our habits, we ha- all have the things we're passionate about. That's very great. Yeah. So. Okay. What are you guys recently stressed about, except for the okay. homework? After happiness, we are talking about our stress, <laughs> something <laughs> we are struggling with. I think um, one in of a the... very awkward period, like in the second year and third year, I think all of us three were thinking about to pursue another degree in the future. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yeah, the thing is, like in this kind of time where we are entering our third year and Chuti is entering his fourth year. Maybe it is the time to consider about like taking a master degree maybe or, yes. or to take a... No, we have to consider it. Yeah, <laughs> it is the time. Yeah. Or, or to take an internship to have some work experience, something. Mm. And I asked one of my cousins who is now in his first year of master and he told me I have to be prepared for like the GMAT exams what is that? yeah it's um, is it GRE GRE test yeah to like, America there, there are two tests basically GRE and GMAT I think that's what US school yeah. will require right? if, you, if you're mm. planning yeah planning degree. to apply for some master degree in America oh, yeah. you have to take those exams so he's he's in like USA right now so he would suggest me if I'm considering about going to schools in America I will be preparing in this summer, like after ending my second year. So I'm really stressed about it because I have no idea what school you're going to. Yeah, I'm not really sure about if I am going to America Mm -hmm. or other countries. What about you? Yeah, what about you? You're in third year. Yeah, you're in third year. I actually actually have some goals. So uh, for me, my process is like, at first I'm thinking that the first thing, the first thing, for sure, is that I can't stay in Canada for the Me next. Me too. Uh, yeah, that's what all of us are thinking about. Yes. Yeah. So after you know to to make sure of this this thing, then I have to think about which country I should should I went to like should I go to like, uh maybe UK. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think in UK there they they have actually some great program. Yeah, I mean, I'm also thinking uh, yeah. about. But uh, there's also some other things like uh, could I you know really get their accent because it's <laughs> uh, a yeah. totally different accent. Yeah, yeah to adapt I'm th- it. Yeah, I'm thinking about that too. Cause uh, well, my process of growing up, like all my English exams or oral tests are based on like American accents or North American accents. And after that, yes. I came to Canada. I'll form like these kind of accents, mm. and I'm really used to speaking like this. So. I'm thinking about if I went to UK to to take school there, maybe.、Uh, but、sometime. I kind of want to go to UK to experience. I want to experience another culture and and people like speaking in yeah, another way. Yeah, and the UK is actually quite interesting because uh the the difference between London accent, BBC accent, yeah, Scotland accent, and、uh, you you don't even have to go up to Scotland. It's just just Manchester or Liverpool. Their accents are totally different. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, yeah, 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 it's like you you you're hearing like Cantonese uh versus Mandarin versus uh like. <laughs> Another like dialect, like many、yes. dialects. Yeah, you basically can't understand that. So, uh, so, 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 basically, I'm thinking. I also, I even think about, you know, having graduate degree in China. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, also I, but 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 main, but my main goal is to have a graduate degree in U.S. And uh, I actually look up for some uh really good uh universities who have. Uh, great uh, media programs,、uh, yeah, master degrees,、mm-hmm. and、uh, yeah, I actually kind of recommend you some like UCB,、mm-hmm. uh, like UCLA. Yeah, or, UCLA. Or, I heard、yeah. like UCLA is a very competitive school. You basically have to, you have to have a very like qualified. Um, degree and, and a GPA, yeah,、yes. to get in. So UCLA <laughs> maybe is a great dream school for me too, <laughs> but I don't know if I can. Or get otherwise, in. NYU or yeah, yeah, NYU, 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 NYU is my dream school. University of Snow City. Oh, yeah, Snow City, yeah. Snow City. yeah. yeah. And、uh, yeah, just they're, they're, apply all、mm-hmm. of it and see which one can offer us. Yeah,、yes. and、uh, I heard、uh, even some of、uh, U.S. school they 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 don't even required. Any、uh, GRE or G G G what? GMAT. Yeah, GMAT. GMAT scores. I think it's because of like different programs. They have different requirements for like、yes. fine arts programs. Like GRE, maybe it's not necessary for、mm-hmm. like programs like media or something. But like we have to check the、mm-hmm. official sites of every school、yes. and their requirements, and then prepare、mm-hmm. for.、Applying. What kind? What 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 I can、uh, recommend you is to. Just go online and search like what kind of、uh, program that are、uh, are good, generally、mm-hmm. great. They have a great comments. Yes, uh, online and you go to that specific program、uh, programs website, website、mm-hmm. and check、Look、out. Yeah, what are they teaching and、uh, what do you have to do to get into? Yeah, maybe you can get some inspiration from the website. Yeah, when、yes. we are searching it.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and I think another thing that、uh, me and Annie are are thinking about is to you know have some jobs during the、uh, summer, summer break. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm planning to go back to China during the summer vacation because I have a、uh, quite significant things to do, but. Because basically, after enter China, we have uh like fourteen days mandatory quarantine, and、mm. after that, I have three months left. The time I w- I will be staying in China is like quite long for like summer vacation. So I'm thinking about getting some、mm. internship. I'm applying for them, but I haven't heard from them yet. I'm so what what of... what kind of、uh, internship you have applied? Okay, I would I'll just be honest. I um 
um, up to now, I applied for Tencent and Databyte, um, mm. the, the, the boss company of TikTok, but I haven't heard about it. I haven't heard from them yet. But um, these two companies are like very huge and influential um, internet companies based in China. So mm. it's kind of hard to get in, I know, like especially for like summer internship. But I'm thinking about like, looking for more information in like all platforms it's now only march but after my quarantine it will be june so i have some time for like other preparations and maybe getting some more information about jobs so you're you're planning to stay in shenzhen for like three to four months or or you're you can you're gonna travel um i would be i don't think you can because the policy the quarantine policy like you have to do the you have to have to do the PCR test mm-hmm. whenever you are out of the province, mm-hmm. and they are really strict about that. And I feel that they are very, it's very corrupt. The government mm-hmm. they're making this corrupting policy that didn't think about what kind of experience like the normal people will will experience. It's actually they're uh they're putting wrong emphasis on to this virus because this virus is not hurting seriously right now but they're still keep insisting on like we have to keep the like cases yeah, elimi- to zero yeah eliminate all this eliminate this virus but it's just impossible yeah because um omicron is a is a kind of very it's a transformed virus from yeah. coronavirus yeah it's it's kind of like not that bad when you caught it. It's, it's like flu or something. It's not that yeah. severe for people. So basically, uh, recently there are like more new cases adding up in China, and like in China they have the policy that that has to keep like the new cases to zero. So basically, everyone is under quarantine. Like they're doing tests every day. Like. To keep the situation, there are new cases adding up, but it is kind of hard to keep the case to zero, I guess, because Omicron is kind of hard to control. China is taking it very seriously, and under like this kind of control, people are not that free to travel like everywhere, maybe in in the country. So, it's if very I corrupt. yeah, and something we are really uh, mad about recently and very concerned about our family, our friends. Yeah, China. basically, it hurts people's mental health A really lot. bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my family has been under quarantine for like a week. Days? Yeah, well, more than fourteen weeks. My mom told me like they have been quarantined for sixteen days. Oh yeah, yeah, because because there are like specific areas they are yeah, under like they are even severe control. They are tested to have some cases, so. They are so, under very severe control. Oh, okay. Right? My, so my family, their like district is like they're not adding up like positive cases. So their life is not that bad. Like my dad just went back to work normally this week, but before this week they are all working from home and they are not allowed to like. Tra- so yes, yes. Um, I think uh, uh COVID nineteen is actually affects people's uh mental health from you know various degrees. And yeah. uh, me myself last year is actually been affected yeah. uh by this kind of thing because mm-hmm. uh last year after my uh internship in Beijing I w- was planning had to Harbin and for like uh one or two weeks and then had to Shenzhen and uh, and to, to Hong Kong and back to Canada mm-hmm. and um. But because of at that time, Harbin had some cases, so uh, uh, you are not allowed to. Uh, so basically, if you want to enter Harbin, uh, you have to like 
being quarantined for like 14 days? Is it uh, have a lower risk or a medium risk? Yeah, or and a high risk. risk. And yeah. if your uh, region is having high risk, then you have to quarantine. If uh, it's medium risk or low risk, it maybe it's okay. Yeah, maybe you um, have to take like the test like yes. frequently. Yes, so maybe uh, basically, I'm actually looking into those uh, some kind of uh, scientific articles. And uh, basically, w- what I'm thinking about COVID-19 is that uh, uh, it might not that as easy as what we see. I think I respect what the Chinese government was doing right now. <laughs> Because sometimes, uh, for example, my family's perspective, uh, I really hope that they could make sure that the the case could be lower, so that as, as safe. low as low as possible. Okay. Um, for for me, for now, I live in Canada. Sometimes I I, I kind of worry because uh, when you're walking on street or or, or in some public spaces, people don't uh, wear, wear masks. masks and they don't have any. And and you can see they may have some precaution. It, it worry me more than you know. You have to be uh quarantining in your home because of there are some few cases. Mm. Um, I think it's like uh, Omicron is not uh, as hurtful as the coronavirus, like, like the, the Delta 2020. or something. So basically, what China is doing now is like they are quarantining people who don't have the symptom of uh, the virus, and uh, also. Some people they have very low risk of this uh symptom, and they are not paying a lot of attention to people who are suffering from a more serious disease like cancer. So recently, there's a girl like she is an international student in UK, and she got cancer and decided to travel back to China for further therapy. And she is required also required to quarantine like for two weeks. And he has tested negative, but the government or the place that is controlling this kind of um, quarantine stuff, they're not thinking very seriously about her disease, but rather than making her quarantine, like continuing after the two weeks, I guess. So I'm thinking like they're doing very ridiculous uh, things like to those people who are affected by a more severe disease right now. So that is what, what I'm very furious about recently. And I don't think they are really uh, making sure that everyone is doing well. They are just making sure that the virus is gone, but not taking care about like the mental health or the actual experience and also the rights of people. It's, it's kind of inhumane. And I, I just watched, uh, saw this news several hours before on Earth. She's complaining about how everything is uh, sealed in their therapy room, like for taking care of the patient. The air is not circulated. So the, the patient, they will breathe the air that is full of virus, I guess. And that also the nurse will also breathe those kind of air and the situation will just get worse and worse. So yes, that's I something think, I'm very furious about recently. I think it's because like different countries has has very different situations. Yeah, that's what I'm very disappointed about my country. And I cannot believe I just, I grew up in this kind of country and yeah, I'm thinking about maybe in the future, what I should be, what what I am gonna settle down in. Mm-hmm. There are like large amount of people in China, so maybe they're trying to 
get control of this curriculum of the coronavirus, but um, every everyone feel differently under this like situation. So we're hoping like the condition will get better. <laughs> I'm I'm talking about, like hope this condition will get better since twenty twenty and now it's twenty twenty two. I think. I think like, like nothing has changed. Yeah, I think like people are all get crazy like this coronavirus things and this quarantine policies like driving people mad. Yeah, like I I I just wish to go back time to twenty nineteen or something where the world is like full of free airs <laughs> without wearing masks every day. Okay, so I think. We're kind of like off topic as always. <laughs> and, as always. Yeah. And we can see like from our chilled things like happening in our life, like mm-hmm. some like anytime something like something that made up uplifting or cheerful. Like entertaining stuff. Yeah, and then we will come to the struggle phases of our future stuff and like to concerning about our future uh, planning. Yeah, the like what what we will do like to con- continue our career path or to pursue another degree mm-hmm. and then yeah we also like extended to the world like the coronavirus to our own country so it's like we're living this conflict world and we are keep finding this balance and self-consistent self-consistent in the show or in our life mm-hmm. and i think that's what we would like to express like everything we talk about, um, as small as like the assignments and the final exams, as big as the issues between countries and like the con like the condition about the coronavirus, the issues, yeah, yeah the they're issues. all a representative of Juan. Actually, mm-hmm. it's a Juan is just this kind of status. And as we choose a topic on Drenable for our podcast, we're just finding our own like. Where we're gonna, yeah, where we want to talk about or what we are thinking about recently. Mm-hmm. And maybe in the future episode, we're still not very clear about what uh, direction we need yeah. to go. I think, I think I get your point. Like, you guys are trying to find a way to differentiate yourself with mm-hmm. the whole flow of Juan. Yeah, yeah, whole, yeah. The uh, whole phenomenon of Juan. So um yes um to me um maybe you can come to next season for <laughs> yes. our like normal so so yes for, uh, to to us I think um well we we can't really like discuss the the the, the whether you know to Juan or well, not, not to Juan right? yes we can't really discuss that um so basically I guess the, the style will the the style of the season two will also still be unjoinable. <laughs> so let's expect season two. <laughs> yes. and I don't know what we're gonna talk about in the next season because yeah. our minds mindsets and like everything. Maybe our mindset will change, and our like, maybe our show name will change as well. We'll keep changing <laughs> as the process we're growing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is what. So maybe after about. after the summer, after you guys having some internship in China, maybe you will change this name to Joanne <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? So this is like. The yeah, way we're yeah. keeping a record of yeah. our keep changing mindset. And yeah, and I think that's all we would like to talk about in today's episode. The, in uh, in our last episode of season one, and we are very glad to have Chu Chi. Yes, thank you again. Yeah, thank you again thank for you, being our you. first guest. It's your honor. It's our honor. It's our honor. It's our honor as well. So okay, so stay tuned, everyone, and. 
maybe we'll see you in like one, two, three, four, five months in our season next, two. Next yeah, season. Yeah, next season. And thank you for listening to us for the whole season. I don't know how many people is listening, but、uh, thank you so much. Yes, and I wish you guys could get more and more guests to be on the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will try try our best to do that. Thank you, guys, and bye. Bye. bye.